Welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, episode number 268. This is your host, Peter Renton, founder of Lend Academy and co-founder of Lend at Fintech. Today's episode is sponsored by Lendit Fintech Digital, the new online community for financial services innovators. Today's challenges are extraordinary, with the upheaval affecting all areas of finance. More than ever before, we need to come together as an industry to learn from each other and make sense of this new world. Join Lendit Fintech Digital to connect and learn all year long from your peers and from the fintech experts. Sign up today at digital.lendit.com. Today on the show, I am delighted to welcome Matt Patiri. He is the CEO of Sunlight Financial. Now, they're a really interesting company, and as the name suggests, they are focused on solar financing, although they do more than that now, which we get into. And they really, it's interesting to me because they're focused on the point of sale space, they're focused on renewable energy. These are two really major growth areas of the economy right now. And we talk about kind of what that means for the Sunlight Financial and the runway that they have. We talk about how they underwrite their loans and obviously the loan terms and the different different uh, ways that uh, they're able to, you know, to justify that a consumer, this is actually, you know, consumers can take out these loans and actually be better off financially uh, than if they just uh, didn't install solar. So that, that that's an interesting proposition in and of itself. And we talk about their, their capital providers and how, how they're funding these loans, the technology they're using, the underwriting process, and much more. It was a fascinating interview. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Hey, Peter. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So I'd like to get this thing started by giving the listeners a little bit of background. You've had a pretty interesting career working at some of the largest financial institutions in the country. So why don't you, why don't you give us uh, just some of the highlights of what you did before Sunlight Financial? Yeah, so I have always been an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, I actually started my first business when I was five years old, reselling oh, really? my parents' groceries yeah, to the neighbors <laughs> door to door. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a terrific business. It had great margins. Unfortunately, my total addressable market was six houses, and uh, so it never really scaled well beyond that. But I've always had this entrepreneurial bug. You know, I had landscaping businesses. I sold T-shirts in in college, um, and then after college, I joined NBNA, the old monoline credit card issuer, and I learned all about consumer finance. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more important, I think, than the, the consumer finance background and experience it gave me was I learned how important a really strong culture is. MBA was just a terrific place to, to work and to learn how to really treat customers and teammates in a way that differentiates the, the company. So it was a wildly successful company and it was really impactful to me in how I, how I viewed the role of a, of a company in society. And then since then, I've been a lender in just about every consumer credit asset class from mortgage to home equity to auto. I spent some time in small business lending um, at big companies and at, and at small companies and tried to take that background to sunlight and it's helped influence how we, uh, how we approach the business. Okay. Okay. So then maybe we should just, um, for those people who don't know, maybe we should give the listeners a little bit of background about sunlight financial. How do you describe it? What does it do exactly? So we are a point of sale finance platform and we provide financing to homeowners when they want to go solar, they want to put rooftop solar on their, uh, on their homes or make improvements to their, to their homes. And we do that through our network of 
contractor partners. We have about a thousand solar installers and home improvement contractors that we that we work with. And a very typical way that it would work is if you were thinking of going solar and for instance, you had Tesla come out to your home and they explain to you all the benefits of going solar for you personally. Once you decide that you're, you're ready to move forward, Tesla or the solar installer would introduce you to sunlight and we would provide the financing and we make it a really streamlined, simple process for the, for the homeowner and for the salesperson in the home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll dig into that in a little bit, but before we, I want to take a step back for a second because you know, the, the, the point of sale lending space is, is hot today. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got on the consumer side, especially you've got all these buy now, pay later. I mean, we're seeing massive funding rounds, massive valuations. So there's, there's, a, there's an acknowledgement, I think, that this point of sale lending is really being able, is being disrupted by tech and the tech players are really uh, are making, mm-hmm. a big, uh, making a big impact here. So maybe I'd love you to sort of just take us through some of the history of that, of this segment and, and why you think it's exploded in popularity recently. Yeah, we definitely think this is a, a long-term secular trend. Um, but if you step back, point-of-sale lending has been important for as long as there have been merchants. Store owners used to provide credit to their customers. And then in the 1960s, credit cards came along. And point-of-sale financing was through a credit card that allowed customers to buy something now and pay for it out of future income and allow merchants to sell more. And that was the, that's the fundamental value proposition. Over the last 15 or so years, as you mentioned, technology has gotten a lot better. And so what that's allowed is point of sale platforms to provide financing much more simply, much more streamlined and tailored to specific industries. And there's a lot of value to that. It means that the credit products align better to what customers are trying to buy. It means that customers get a better experience than they would otherwise get. It means salespeople or merchants can sell more than they otherwise could. And then from a credit standpoint, when you sell something in a specific industry to a super specific consumer purpose, you get credit performance that looks more similar. And so you have less subsidy of high credit quality borrowers with, to, to lower credit quality borrowers. Um, and that allows for better pricing. And so this technology allows us to bring much more specific tailored financing in these specific industries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it's interesting that, you know, you obviously it's in your name, Sunlight Financial. I know you've moved, it sounds like beyond just solar, but, you know, renewable energy is, you know, it's, it's big business uh, these days. And, you know, I, I see, I mean, I, I just see some of the people around my neighborhood putting solar panels up and it's, you know, it, it's really, it's, it's another growth industry. So it's interesting. You've got, you, you sort of, you've targeted on this. I mean, what I guess maybe, why focus on, on solar and, you know, what's, just tell us a little bit about the state of that, the solar financing market. Yeah, so we sit at the intersection of two really rapidly growing trends. So, so the point of sale lending that we talked about and then uh, the boom in residential solar. So just a little bit of context. Solar is growing about 10% a year and has been for the, for the last 10 years. And actually in the last couple of years, it's been even more rapid than that. And so it's growing really fast but it's still pretty early days. There's less than 2% of U.S. households have solar on the roof. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of runway here. When you often think about somebody going solar, in the past, you would think about somebody who's really focused on the environmental benefits. And those environmental benefits are very true, but we are past the early adopter stage. It's no, no longer the person wearing a tie-dye shirt and, uh, and Birkenstock sandals who wants to go solar because it feels good. It still has all those benefits, 
but it, it's now it's got real economic value to consumers. And so the fundamental value pitch to a consumer is you can go solar now with no money out of pocket and save money that first month and save significant money over the life of the solar system. And so that's driven tremendous growth in, in solar as this economic benefit has kicked in. And that's great for the industry because that's how you get, that's how you get mass adoption. And so we've seen, we've seen great growth and we expect that to continue to be the case. Right, right. So let's, I know you touched on it, but let's, let's, I want to dig into how the process works and, and, you know, like you, you said, you've partnered with over a thousand, you know, solar installers and, and contractors. You know, just say you talked about the example of, you know, like, it sounds like you're working with Tesla as well. Like what someone wants to put solar on their house, they, you know, they go, they go online and they do some research and they, then they, Look at the you know the, the, the price is going to be whatever I mean depending on the size of the house obviously but it's you know it's it's more than ten thousand dollars typically and a lot of most people don't have that kind of money just sitting around so tell us a little bit about you know how the loan process works yeah so that sale often happens literally at the kitchen table a uh, customer decides to go solar they go online or a salesperson knocks on their door or one of their neighbors refers the refers the homeowner. Salesperson explains to the customer and, and tailors the system, gives them a sense for what the, what the system will look like on their home, how much power it'll produce, and gives them a sense for their savings, both in, both in their first, first month and over the life of the system. And so a, a typical solar system is in the neighborhood of $30,000 for the, for the typical household. So it, you know, it's a, a fairly large ticket from a point of sale perspective. And our loans provide 100% financing of that $30,000, we offer loan tenors from 10 years to 25 years, and the interest rates are very attractive for homeowners. Customer pay anywhere in the two to six percent APR. So the so the rates are really attractive. And the as I mentioned earlier, that the fundamental value proposition to the homeowner is you can buy this system, thirty thousand dollar system, you own it, and increases the value of your home. You put no money down to own it, and over time, the cost that you're paying for the, the loan, in this case, the financing, plus whatever residual utility bill you have is less in most cases than your prior utility bill. And what we've seen is a long-term trend in the US is the cost of power has continued to increase. And so not only are you saving money in the first month, but over time, as the cost of power continues to increase, you save more and more money every month. Mm-hmm. And a you know, typical customer can save over the life of their solar system can save thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. So it's significant savings. Um, there's a you know, terrific value prop, and again, you do that without putting any money out. Right, right. I know. I remember I was there was an I don't know if it was on NPR or something. I remember there was an interview with some guy in in New York or on I think it was on Long Island, and he. He was not an. It was the, the both the epitome of a non environmentalist, and he drove he drove <laughs> like a Hummer, I think. And he says, "Yeah, I'm only doing. I'm doing this for the money. That's the only reason I'm doing it. The bi- environmental benefit, I couldn't care less about." So interesting that it's got to the stage now because I I actually put solar panels on my first house back in 2006, and unfortunately we we moved. We're actually thinking about getting doing it again. So with um, with our new house, but um, you know, the, back then, I mean, there was a lot of government incentives, but they just wasn't that efficient. I mean, we didn't save. We were doing it. We were one like we were doing it for the environmental mm. reason, not for the financial reason. But uh, it feels like now yeah. it's it's completely changed. Yeah, and we we obviously love the environmental benefits, but consumers can do it because it feels good in their heart and it feels good in their in their pocket, and that's how you get mass adoption. 
So then tell me about, like you said, these loan, I didn't realize the interest rates were so low. That's, it's, 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 so are you, do you, are you taking interest? Like, is this an asset backed loan? Like you, are you taking a security interest in the solar panels themselves? I mean, how, how else are you able to get that, those interest rates so low? Yeah. So the way the loans are structured is the loans are secured against the panels themselves, not against the home. Okay. And so, you know, if you were to pull a title report, you would see that there is a lien on the panels for that for that particular home. Um, but but fundamentally, it has a great value proposition to the homeowner. And so, you know, the homeowner has a good reason to continue to make payments versus, you know, they only have $100 that month. You can pay your solar loan and continue to save money or you can, you know, you can spend it some other way. And uh, that value proposition to the homeowner has allowed credit call to be terrific. I mean, I mentioned all the asset classes I've been a lender in, and um, this is the best credit quality I have seen across any of those asset classes. And so it, it, is, it is truly a high-end borrower who performs really well from a credit perspective. Right. So that's how you're able to get the rates so low because you've got a high-end borrower. Obviously, these are co-owners, right? So they already have... Right. You know, by they, definition. By definition. So they, they've really already passed that hurdle. Um, interesting. So then let, let's just switch gears a little bit and talk about these solar installers or the merchants that you're using, because obviously they, um, you know, they're, they're, you're not the only solar financing company in the, in the country. So what, what's the benefit for them of using Sunlight Financial? Yeah. So fundamentally what they want is to sell more solar and they want to give right. their customers a terrific experience. That's, that's their goal. And so we wake up every day to help, help them do that. As part of that kitchen table sale, if you think about what the installer is doing, they spent, call it an hour, explaining to the customer why going solar is beneficial to them. And then they trust Sunlight to hand, to hand that customer off to Sunlight, and they trust us to handle them with care and to help facilitate the, the sale. And so we make that process very simple. So first, we have a wide range of products for them, a wide range of, of interest rates and, and loan tenors so that they can compete in the all the various markets that they compete in. Our technology platform, which we call Orange, it's our pri- proprietary technology, makes the, sim- the process really simple. So it's a 100% digital process. There's never been a piece of paper in this business since we founded it, and it's completely streamlined. So if for some reason a customer needs to send us something, they scan and upload it. Our installers and our partners can access the portal through a mobile app, or they can, they can go online and access it. And then we also give installers a view into the pipeline of all of their deals. And so not only do we make it a simple experience on the front of the process, but when it's time for them to get paid, our portal makes them get, helps facilitate a very fast payment because, you know, they want, they're managing cash flow and they want to make sure that they get paid, they get paid quickly. And so that end to end experience, plus all of the sales tools that we give them helps them sell more solar and uh, helps give their customers a great experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So then let's just talk about the, like the payment you just said there. I mean, who, who are the capital providers here? I mean, are you, do you work with a range of different banks? I mean, what, what's the, where, where does the capital mm-hmm. come from? Yeah. So we have a network of partners, banks, credit unions, and other institutional capital who buy these loans. So we, we originate them on their behalf. And from their perspective, they get access to a terrific loan, terrific asset class at a great risk adjusted return. And they get to, they get to grow without spending any, any marketing dollars. The other thing they get by partnering with Sunlight is, you know, talked a little bit about my background and, and our team has a very strong credit and risk background. 
And so our capital providers know that they can trust us uh, to ensure that we're helping them originate loans in a way that's compliant and originating high quality credit. And so we, we've seen a tremendous amount of demand from banks and credit unions and, and those other institutional capital providers who really want these, want these loans. And, and it's, what else is interesting is since the pandemic, we've actually seen that interest increase. Now, if you're a bank or credit union, you probably have more deposits now than you did right. pre-pandemic. You know, their, their, their balance sheets are, are very strong and you, know, you can't really, they, they can't put that to work through autos, which would be a traditional way. You know, more, the mortgage market has grown a lot, um, but they're looking for ways to, to be able to get, and yields are very low. So looking for ways to get a, a, an attractive asset with good risk adjusted returns. And uh, so we've seen a tremendous amount of demand from, from our capital providers over the last six months right. and really even before that. Okay. Okay. So then let's, let's talk about underwriting. I want to dig in that, into that for a little bit. And you said, you, you mentioned that this is the best quality, you know, the best quality credit that you've seen in, in your career. Well, how are you underwriting these customers? What data do you use? How, what are you doing to kind of ensure that these, these loans are paid? Yeah. So, so the lesson learned from the financial crisis was if we, we think about what happened there, Lenders wanted a really simple experience for, for their customers because the mortgage market, the mortgage experience was, was awful. And so what they did to make that experience better was they just eliminated steps. And so that, that addressed another underwriting, problem. Yes. <laughs> it another, unfortunately, it created another problem that we, all, right. that we all know about. And so our approach at Sunlight is we want that terrific experience. And so what we've done is we've automated the process on the back end. We don't push the burden to the solar installer and we don't push it to the homeowner. We put the burden on our own technology. And so when a customer applies, we do an instant credit check, we do an instant fraud check, we're, we're validating title, we're validating uh, the reasonableness of the income and we're doing that all in the background. So when the customer gets a, you're approved, it wasn't, it wasn't fast because we skipped steps, it was fast because we automated them. And the result, as I mentioned, has been you know, terrific, terrific credit quality. And uh, we, are, we are very mindful of, uh, of making sure that we're doing high quality loans. So then what, like, I mean, what, what, what data are you using then? I mean, are you uh, like, you obviously you've got income data that you've got, and then obviously you're pulling credit reports, I imagine, on these. But what, mm-hmm. what, is there anything else that you're doing to kind of make sure that these are good? Yeah, so we're using, you know, a traditional approach like, a, like you know, from my days at MBA as a credit card lender. So we have application data. We're looking at the credit credit report and we're using disaggregated trade line data. So we're not, you know, we're not a FICO lender. We're looking at each of those trades and our proprietary models look at the combination of those trades to help identify high credit quality borrowers. Right, right. Okay. And then as you as you mentioned before, we have a really strong positive select in the in the customers that are applying. Yeah. So so what kind of percentage do you approve? I imagine uh, you know it's probably higher than um, than you would get on a in, in most asset classes. Yeah, it's significantly higher than you'd expect. So anywhere from 60 to 75% of borrowers get, get approved. So it's, it's, you know, it, it's a pretty significant approval rate. And it's remarkable when you look at those types of approval rates and the credit quality that we get. It is, it is truly remarkable. Right. And so what about, um, you know, when things have gone south, do you, do you show up one day and just take off the panels? Is that how it works? Yeah. So, you know, first step, of course, is well, trying to work with, work with the, first work with the step, customer. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. The first step is work with the customer. The second step is you know, they are 
they're making payments. And so reminding customers and working with our capital providers to ensure that our capital providers are reminding customers that continuing to make your payments in many cases saves you money. And so very often as we've had those conversations or our capital providers have had those conversations with customers and they're reminded of, wow, that hundred dollar payment is actually saving me money each month. That's enough to, to kind of change the perspective of, of who gets, who gets paid. And then additionally, if the customer doesn't make payments over time, we have the ability to turn the system off. And so those savings go away. Um, and then finally, we do have the lien on the equipment. So, you know, it shows as a lien if they want to refi their home or they want to sell their home, panels need to be paid off first. And of course, they can always be repossessed as well. Right, right. That's, that sounds like that's a last resort though for you guys. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then... You know, I, I'm curious about the, you know, this year you've had, you know, we've gone, you, you mentioned that people are still making payments. I mean, how has the pandemic impacted your loan book? Yeah, so I think about it from two perspectives. So the first is what does it do to sales? And the second is what does it do to credit quality? Right. On the sales side, March and April were slow. And they were slow across the industry, down 35, 40%. Since then, we've seen an incredible across the industry and for sunlight in particular, we've seen incredible growth, uh, June, July, and August at, at record levels of, uh, of sales. And we attribute that to uh, the fact that customers, one, want to control in, in, a, in a pandemic where you have very little control of your life. This is one thing you can control. You can control how you produce power. So, so it gives them some control. We're seeing customers make home improvements consistently across, you know, across the U.S., and so this is another type of home improvement. It kind of fits that fits that broader theme. And so we've seen a tremendous amount of a tremendous amount of interest. And of course, they yeah, you know, it's an opportunity to, to to save money. So from the from the sales perspective, you know, we have we, we are growing year over year at record levels month over month. So that has been that's been very we're we're very fortunate from on that side. The other side is, but we're in the business of originating and working with our partners to originate high quality high quality loans. And we always expected that the credit quality would be good uh, through a cycle. We've lived, I've lived through multiple credit cycles. The cycle we were in, we've been saying for a long time, it's the best credit cycle we or our parents or our grandparents had ever lived through. We, we totally understood that. And so we underwrote loans expecting that the economy would, would change. And the credits held up very, very well. And when we look at customers who asked for some relief on their payments, it's like a quarter of what we're seeing the rates for, for other assets, you know, a quarter of, of what we're seeing forbearance rates in mortgages. So significantly lower forbearance rates, delinquency rates are actually down a little bit, loss rates are actually down a little bit. And so the credit quality has held up really strong. So if you're one of our capital providers and you're looking for how to deploy capital, the assets performing really well, you can grow your book with no marketing dollars and you get a nice, you get a nice risk adjusted return. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so then, how are you? How are you getting the word out? I mean, you you obviously your your customers really the the contractor or the installer or the solar or solar company, I guess. I mean, what are you doing to market to these people and how to get the word out? Yeah, so the, it's interesting in in our business, the sale happens after the sale. Yeah, you know, signing up one of one of our partners to offer our loans and and to use our platform. That takes some time to, it's a, it's a B2B sale, it's an enterprise sale. Yeah. It takes some time to explain who we are and what we do. But, but that's just the start of the relationship. It's beyond anything else, it's a matter of trust. 
that salesperson needs to trust after spending an hour convincing that customer they want to go solar, that they should hand them over to sunlight. And so you build that trust one customer at a time. Our platform, as I mentioned, it makes it really simple. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's making sure we make that experience a really strong one. And you know, we're not perfect. And so if we make a mistake, we own it and we fix it. And that, that goes a long way. And it's helped us build a reputation as a, as a true partner for our, for our installers and our contractors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then are you, are you operating nationwide or what's, what's your geographic footprint? We are. We are wherever solar installers are. Uh, and so we can, we can be nationwide. Today, we're, we're helping facilitate loans in about 40 states. I think we've done a, a, a loan in almost every state now. There may, be, there may be one or two that we haven't. We've even done a couple of loans in Alaska, which you wouldn't think of as a, as a, as a solar hotbed. <laughs> well, no, it's dark. It's, it's, it's certainly dark there a lot of the year. Um, it's good okay. six months of the year. Yeah, yeah, like, like they, they do get they do get a lot of sun in the summer. I guess there is that. <laughs> yes, sure. that's true. <laughs> okay, so then, what about like what about the the scale of your business overall? I mean, how? I mean, I think it was twenty was it twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen? You guys got started. That's right. How, how is it? So what what how has it grown and what scale are you guys at today? Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, founded about five years ago, uh, we've originated almost $3 billion in loans. We'll originate a billion dollars this year alone. And so we've seen really strong, really strong growth. Um, and as we look out the next couple of years, we expect that, that growth trend to, to continue. We have uh, offices co-headquartered in, in New York and Charlotte. Um, we have just under 200 people, 200 teammates uh, working at the company. Okay. Okay. And, and so, and you... Like you talk about, I'm on your website on my other screen here, and you talk about home improvement. Is this is this like something that you're just getting into? As like if someone who has put solar panels on their house, or you know, is this is this is this a completely new line of business? I mean, how how does that work? Yeah, so we we always thought of solar as a type of home improvement. Um, we always thought about ourselves building this point of sale finance platform, and so we like to do one thing at a time and do it really well. And started and focused entirely on solar. Last year, we uh, we built the foundation for our home improvement vertical. And and really, what pushed us into that was many of our solar installers also have home improvement businesses, you know, roofing or, or windows, and they they wanted a similar experience for the home improvement, similar experience and similar products for their home improvement divisions. And so we we built the platform. Built the foundation last year, and this year we're uh, we're scaling it. So it's still relatively early days, but uh, but so far so good. The feedback has been terrific in the market. Right. So so that's so using your same technology, and are you so this is this is going to be sort of the next step. It sounds like you really you're you're going to be focusing focusing on uh, like a standalone. I mean, I guess they they go with each other, but but having you know a, a brand a new division that is really focused just on the home improvement space. That's right. That's right. And there is some crossover with our solar installers, as I mentioned, but this is a, this is a home improvement. Uh, our focus is on our home improvement vertical. Right. Right. Okay. 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 So that's, that's interesting. And then, I mean, I, I, I look at this and there's, you know, there's obviously, I mean, I mean, are you competing now? Are you trying to compete with like the green skies of the world? I mean, who do you see as, as the market here or as the competitor? The competitive sure. Yeah. Market? So our, the, the contractors we partner with and the products that we offer do compete with uh, with the with the green skies of the world. That's right. That is a you know, pretty typical competitor for us. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, um, 
maybe I mean you've got you've really built an interesting platform here. There's a lot of a lot of ways you can do you, you can um, you can take this because if you've got you've got the technology platform is you know are you like I guess maybe the I'll leave it, I'll leave it open ended and maybe we can we can end with this mm-hmm. and just sort of say well where are you taking this? Is this going to be you know maybe just I'll just leave it open ended. Where are you taking this company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I should say we always describe Sunlight as a 100-year company. We take a very long view on what we're building now and how we develop partnerships. And so we want to do one thing and do it well and continue to add on to it. You're, you're right, though. that techno- The technology platform that we have, it works very well in, in solar. It scaled uh, to home improvement. And there are a number of other point-of-sale finance opportunities that we think we could extend the platform. We went from solar to home improvement with a pretty small capital investment because of the way that we architected the platform and the contractor feedback has been terrific. And they're really pleased with the experience we're able to give with our, with our digital platform. And so uh, I, we're in two verticals now. I think if you look at a couple of years, you'll, you'll, you'll see us in some others, but we're, uh, we're not quite ready to jump into that next one just yet. Okay. Well, it's, it's a fascinating story. I, I certainly wish you all the best, Matt. It's been, uh, it's been great having you on the show today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Peter. It was great speaking with you. Okay. See ya. So, you know, what seems to getting most of the press these days is the sort of lower ticket point of sale, the highly automated, you know, the, the retail point of sale for the consumer. But with this, this is an area that obviously has tremendous growth potential. And, you know, Sunlight Financial have an opportunity here to really become, you know, a major player. We talked about Green Sky, public company doing many billions of dollars in, in, in loans and, you know, Sunlight Financial, obviously a lot smaller, but in an area that has, uh, I think, just tremendous, tremendous potential. And when you combine that with the, with a runway of solar, where we said we're 2% of the population or 2% of the houses have solar, that's obviously going to go to 10, 20, even 30% here in the, in this decade. So, you know, they've got a lot of runway. They, they've got a tech enabled solution and it's, it's, it's really, I think they've kind of got, you know, a formula that is going to see them become a much, much bigger company than they are today. Anyway, on that note, I will sign off. I very much appreciate you listening and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Today's episode was sponsored by Lendit Fintech Digital, the new online community for financial services innovators. Today's challenges are extraordinary, with the upheaval affecting all areas of finance. More than ever before, we need to come together as an industry to learn from each other and make sense of this new world. Join Lendit Fintech Digital to connect and learn all year long from your peers and from the fintech experts. Sign up today at digital.lendit.com.